Welcome to the Barons Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Barons Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. Bienvenue à la petite ceinture, les En dessous des égouts, il y a le métro. Et en dessous du métro, il y a le Graal. Les catacombes. Il n'y a personne de claustro. Vous allez où, vous Dans la cathédrale. De quel accès vous parlez On appelle ça la zone blanche. C'est une zone ancienne et inexplorée. Sauf que nos amis ici ont trouvé un accès. Ah ouais. Là, tu vois, je comprends le délire. Nous on est ici au milieu de la zone blanche et je sais pas où on est. C'est drôle ce délire. On est dans un putain de bunker allemand. Vous entendez là a special guest to help review a Screenbox original coming out November 1st. We have Yutaka from the Horror Hour. How are you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thank How you, you for, uh, you know, taking out the time to come and do this. I'm, I'm great. And um, I know we've been talking, you know, a lot on socials back and forth and mm-hmm. kind of supporting each other for both of our shows. And I figured since uh, my co-host is away for the weekend doing some uh, conventions, I figured, hey, why not I get you on here? And come review new box original with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so if you want to, uh, you know, let everybody know what you do, where they can find you, and uh, and all that jazz. 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, I myself also um, have a podcast with some other fellow individuals uh, called The Horror Hour. Um, you can find us at The Horror Hour TV on all our socials on YouTube. And we're just kind of just a bunch of, well, in a sense, queens who get gutted, rotted, and filthy. <laughs> and we have a fun time arguing. Um, but occasionally we also do reviews and we do get uh, filmmaker interviews. Um, and that's probably one of my favorites because then you can just see us just shoot the shit about films with the actual creators yeah and it's super fun and i do agree doing like interviews i feel like is is it's more of an enjoyment than doing movie reviews um ever since we started doing at least on on my show i just get so much more joy out of doing that being face-to-face well as close to -to face-to-face as we possibly can um and talking to the people who created our favorite movies or or movies in general, uh, I don't know. It just, it comes off way uh, more, I don't know, heartwarming, I guess, is a way of saying it. And then you can go and talk about their their film. Like the one that we've been championing for the past uh, about three weeks is Terrifier 2. And, and I know that's uh, one of your favorite movies of the year, too. And just everybody that's a, a part of that film is so nice. <laughs> the passion behind that film is just it's what makes me love it even more i mean i i already love it in general but just yeah mm. yeah and um i guess another thing i can announce before we get into the movie that we are reviewing today um terrifier 2 will be dropping on screen box on halloween um so if you didn't get a chance to watch it in the theater which i don't know why you haven't gone to a theater yet there's uh, a thousand plus theaters this weekend their final mm-hmm. weekend and it's going to be the biggest weekend for them um go see it in the theater because you need to it, it's a theater movie um i mean you could watch it at home and get a bunch of buddies over but i mean having the big screen the surround sound watching people faint behind you i mean come on oh my gosh that would i i know it's terrible to hope that but if somebody does tonight when i go see it <laughs> that would be like mm, chef's kiss I do have to say that um, the first night I went, there was one guy who fainted about three seats away from me <laughs> with popcorn in his lap. And it was also, I think, um, uh, I think three people walked out, but one of them returned about a half hour later. So I was like, OK, well, at least one of them tried to come back and, and oh do something. God, I love that. <laughs> but that's, that's awesome. It, it's it's great publicity, you know, and it's it's like The Exorcist all over again. That's what everybody keeps saying, and um, it it really is, you know, in, in modern day, and we're here to um, actually see it happen, which is absolutely awesome. Um, but today, the movie that we are going to be talking about, and we're going to be going probably the first like ten or fifteen minutes non spoilers, since this movie is not out yet. Um, so when we go into spoilers, I'll let everybody know. So that way you can either shut it off or you can keep listening, whatever, <laughs> whatever you like to do. Um, but we're going to be talking about a French horror movie called Deep Fear. And um, I have a little bit of a uh, background on this that the lovely folks over at Screenbox sent me. And a little description is a post-graduation celebration turns into a fight for survival in the catacombs of Paris in Deep Fear. The Belgian-French horror film streams exclusively on Screenbox November 1st and also be available on VOD platforms the same day via uh, Cinedime. So, if you don't have Screenbox in your area, maybe you can get it through Cinedime. Um, I know uh, Screenbox, I believe, is still only U.S.-based. But after mm-hmm. talking to Alex and Brandon, I think they were trying to push it to go into other um, territories by the end of the year. So, you got that looking forward to. Screenbox is great. 
And I mean, um, we have Shudder, obviously. We both love Shudder. Um, one thing I keep saying is, yeah, there, there may be two different horror-exclusive um, um, streaming platforms, but competition is a good thing. Absolutely. And uh, for anybody who says no, um, I don't know why you would say that. Because there have been some people <laughs> who have DM'd me saying that Shudder is number one. I'm not going to Screenbox no matter what. And I just don't understand that mindset. I think that's one thing that we need to start turning around is realizing that more than one of something is good. Because, I mean, we're not getting on that platform. Get on the other platform. Like, if you like Terrifier, the first one's on Screenbox, and you're going to be getting the second one on Halloween. So, I mean, what what else could you ask for? I Come can't on. wait for that double feature. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Um, I wish I could invite the whole crew over to my house and we could have a, a double a double feature viewing. That would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'll invite you guys over too. We'll just get everybody in the house. <laughs> a gigantic Terrifier, Terrifier 2 gathering. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, no, Screenbox has so many great um so many great originals, but also I agree. I love diversity because maybe not all um, you know, again, not all films can go to a certain streamer or maybe not all stream or not a streamer can't take all of, you know, those yeah. films just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, I like having competition and diversity in any kind of platform I think is great, but us horror fans are eating good this year i could i can tell you that much absolutely it's like thanksgiving every day <laughs> literally <laughs> um and there's some other screen box stuff that i'm um, that's gonna be coming up next week um on the on our show i don't want to say anything yet um but it's gonna be wacky all i'll say is if you like um we're all going to the world's fair you're gonna like this one so uh that's 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 all i'm gonna say psychedelic version of that we'll say i know I'll which film that. you're talking about <laughs> that was okay yeah it's it's gonna be great so um look out for everything um screen box on this channel because i feel like that's what we're turning into is a screen box exclusive podcast but you know what i'll take it because i love everything edition out um but i guess without further ado uh we can start jumping into deep fear taka i'll let you uh kind of start off and give your uh general uh, I guess, feelings of this film uh, without going into any spoilers or anything like that. So uh, right off the bat, what did you think? I had a good time, honestly. Um, I think French horror goes hard sometimes. So I really, really actually enjoy that. Um, I enjoyed the characters. I felt that there was good chemistry. I did like some of the scares. And there were a couple scenes that I felt were very tense to where like, it gave me anxiety, and so I really, really appreciate that. So, yeah, I had it was just a blast. Yeah, I agree on that too. And I mean, the set designs like, holy shit. I want to know, I would love to see the behind the scenes on some of those um, set pieces, absolutely. Because I was just like, where did they film this? Yeah, um, I, I wonder if they actually did film it in, in real catacombs. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I was gonna see if any of the you know the filmmakers wanted to come on, but none of them really um, speak any English. Really, really tough. But um, I'm gonna talk to the Screenbox folks, and I'll get some more information on that. Because um, I feel like they they must have got something um, real, you know. I mean, yeah, you can build sets everywhere, but this um, feels like a 
fairly low budget film. I don't have mm-hmm. any information like that on here um, as of yet. This movie's not out yet. I'm sure once it officially comes out, we'll get some more, you know, budget and and whatnot about this film. Um, but yeah, it's very claustrophobic. Uh, if you like the descent or as above, so below, this there is a yeah. uh, you know a movie for you, and it's a French Belgian movie. It does go. It goes pretty hard on the topics that it's talking about. Um, it's stuff that you, I don't think you'd really see in the U.S. Um, right now. Uh, you know, I feel like probably could, but all the stuff that's going on. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great film. It's very claustrophobic. Um, great lighting, great acting. The sound design is very very good. Tense moments. Um, it's very 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 well done, in my opinion. Um, there's not too much plot getting in the way of the story, which, you know, some people are always like, oh, there's too much story to this. I'm like, it's pretty cut and dry, but it's very, very <laughs> yeah. tense, extremely tense. Um, I mean, just if you look at the cover of this film, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. And even like the font is. Because um, we kind of had like a, a dry area uh, with French films, I think, after like the early 2000s. I, I, we haven't really seen much uh, French horror uh out. so it's good to see that there's some more coming out and screenbox is getting it so if you guys want to check this movie out it's going to be on screenbox november 1st and also another thing that screenbox does that i love is they do a 30-day free trial um can't think of any other service that does that <laughs> i really really Shutter, i think is only what seven days mm-hmm. seven or ten days i think it used to be ten but they brought it down to seven i think um, but you can, um, you know, get Screenbox or you can get Screenbox to iOS, Android, Prime Video, YouTube TV, uh, a cast, and also on Screenbox.com, which they just redesigned, which looks amazing. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're doing they're doing it right over there, in my opinion, for uh, a streaming service that has been around um, a lot longer than you think. But they're really pushing hard, especially Cine Dime. They're They're doing great. And you can thank Brandon Hill on all the socials for grabbing these movies because he's doing all the acquisitions and he's fucking killing it. He's, uh, he's doing it, doing it right. Um, so yeah, this is a, a movie that will uh, get to you if you are claustrophobic, 100%. <laughs> um, but I think uh, after that, giving our you know, quick little thoughts and kind of go through a little bit of the movie, um, is there a scene that you would like to uh, particularly talk about that maybe, I don't know, um, affected you the most or um, you thought it was just shot really good? Honestly, it was uh, when the group first um, is starting to go in the catacombs. And I really, I mean, I liked how like you could feel just the, it, it gave me the descent vibes. So I really yeah. did appreciate to where, and I would also like to know how they shot that because that that's what like my chest tightened up. I was like, oh my God, because here I am watching the screener and I'm going to tell you guys right now, like I'll, I'll be laying down and I got the laptop right here, right <laughs> in front of my face. So all I see is this and like my chest was like, oh my God. No, that was, that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the whole tension um, leading up. Uh, one thing I think this film does really well is that it kind of misleads you in a way. Um, you don't think you're going to be going as hard as it does because it starts off pretty lighthearted with the group. You know, they're mm-hmm. there with a, 
at a post-graduation party at like a restaurant. They're all drinking, getting drugs, uh, meeting up with um, uh, Rami or Rami. Mm -hmm. And um, they go home and then it starts getting a little weird. Um, This is slight spoilers. We won't go into like too much until probably a couple minutes. But this is like the first like 15 minutes of the film. So it's not really too much. Um, they go home and then um, Sonia, who's like the, the, the main girl, the, the final girl of this film, um, it has like, I couldn't tell if it was a bad trip or if it was just a really bad nightmare, but she kind of, um, it's a premonition of what's going to happen. Um, and it's very, very tense. And the lighting is, is really, really cool. Um, and she's all like, like fucked up and her friends are like all fucked up and then um you you meet the characters that she sees they're they're skinheads so you know what you're getting into um like you see them at the bar i think about two mm-hmm. three minutes in but very very quickly and then they start showing up more and more and more so from that you kind of know where this movie is going to be going um and then you start seeing their tattoos and you got like um, swastikas on and everything so you know what's what's happening, um, but it's very very tense and very very enjoyable. Um, so I think um, we're just starting out with those things. I guess we can touch on a little bit of spoilers, or if there was anything else that you want to touch on before that, like anything to do with atmosphere. I'll let you uh, kind of take it away. Oh, okay. Well, shoot. You know, <laughs> um, one of my favorite things though is um, there were several psychouts though with it throughout the course of the film that I really liked because yeah. it kind of um, I like I'll, I'll kind of reference Barbarian in the sense that we didn't know what we were getting as we were going into it, and so I really appreciated how Deep Fear also did that in certain scenarios that. I don't want to give away because I just, I loved that surprise. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. Like, okay, all right. Yeah. And so I, I really liked that. But also I have to commend, again, the acting uh, of the characters of Sonia, Henri, and Max, because I really, and Rami, I really liked their uh, chemistry. It just really worked. And so, because you're so focused on them for a good portion of it, it just made the movie more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, even though you know i like seeing them go through hell but <laughs> yeah i agree there's a lot of really good bonding in this um there was one scene that i want to talk about that i thought was done really really well and it's right as they get into the catacombs like the first section because it's like three sections that they go to and their main objective is to go to this one place i think it's um the white zone is where they're, oh, yes. where they're trying to go to. And, I mean, just that name alone, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of symbolism and, and, and you know, um, just, uh, social commentary in this in this film that might go over your head at first, but once you really sink into it and see the ending of this film, you understand. When that um, hit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> when they're trying to get to this one place that they haven't gone to yet. And um, they're... Um, what the hell are their name names? They're um cataphiles or oh think, yes, I'm yeah, <laughs> which is also really funny. So they 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 branded themselves as cataphiles. I mean, there's a lot of things in this that's just like what, <laughs> but like they actually call themselves that in real life. If there's like people that go into catacombs, I need or if to it's look that or is it, up. 
just because of this film because of what it's what it's dealing with and they go through a bunch of other like file types things on uh, max chats naming off a bunch of other ones so you're just like what the fuck okay okay i see what's going on so yeah <laughs> so you got that going on but like back to what i was saying when they first go into the first zone and it's all smoked out and like that got me because i was like okay they're already in a really really tight area they're in in the catacombs and now they can't see shit these people have never been here before and they had to run into these this group of people and they're being like interrogated and asked a bunch of questions and you're like oh my god what's gonna happen like how, how is this gonna turn out are they gonna get shot what's gonna happen are they gonna run away and go into like other areas of the thing and they all get lost that's what i thought was gonna happen mm-hmm. they were gonna run into different areas and they had to find each other throughout the film but it's kind of a psycho, and um, this is one of the ones that you were kind of talking about. Um, I think uh, this must be one. Oh yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Cause... So um, they, uh, you know, um, get psyched out, and it turns out it's the friends of of Rami or Rami, um, who also are cataphiles, and they all kind of work together, and all these other characters, and um, it's really fun. They have like a little party. They kind of have like a, a pre-game session before they start going on. And then the group and Rami, so there's, there's four like main people. You got Sonya, Max, Henry, and Rami who all go on this together. Um, and I think it all started because Sonya wanted to have a big adventure with one of her friends before they went to the military, which is Henry. So um, they go in here. I don't even think she really knew what was going to happen. I think it was kind of like, oh, I thought we were just going to go have a party or something, even though they are just below <laughs> so um they're you know they're having fun and, and drinking and whatnot and, and doing drugs that they find along the way um so they just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and honestly me i think i would have stopped at level one and turned around because um i'm not very claustrophobic but with the areas that they go into i i would 100 be claustrophobic i don't know if you felt the same way, you're just like, yo, I'm out. <laughs> I'm a big motherfucker. I'm not going to go through that. <laughs> like my but I saw that and I go, absolutely not. I turn right around. I'm not gonna fit. <laughs> no. Yeah, you have to make it bigger. I mean, for me too. I'm also really, really tall. So going through that and it's funny because Max, who you can tell that he's afraid. He doesn't want to be. Um, he's making jokes and he brings like a camera along. And he can, um, you know, um, kind of night vision and he films things. He's like, oh, this is really, really cool. Um, so that's kind of a, a cool aspect. They, they put in like almost like a found footage thing with him, like, uh, you know, um, showing around. And later on in the film, they have a flashback of recording Henry talking and having fun. But there's a lot of um, foreshadowing also in this film right from the get go. Like the, the first like five minutes is a lot of foreshadowing. and um, it's all paid off very, very well. Um, you see, if a character's looking at something, they're going to end up using whatever item that is that they're, that they're looking at. If the mm-hmm. camera's focused on something, a character's going to end up using that. So everything is fulfilled. Um, you're just not prepared for what they're walking into. I wasn't, I didn't know what this film was going to end like. Um, I thought it was literally def- they're just going to be trapped down there and like it's going to collapse and they're going to be stuck at this one little area. But no, I'm not going to spoil what it is because I want everybody to experience it their own. 
mm-hmm. uh, their own self and also, you know, turn off all the lights. Um, if you can, like, get a really, like, if you have a weighted blanket, this would probably be the best thing to do. Get a weighted mm-hmm. blanket, lay down, turn off all the lights, get a nice surround sound, and then you will feel like you are being suffocated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mean, but yes, do that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think I'm actually going to go buy one uh, and do it when it finally drops so I can have that experience. Um, but there's a lot of really, really cool sets and a lot of cool dialogue that happens in this. Um, I just, I don't, I don't really have anything bad to say about this film. I mean, there's always something you can, you can nitpick, but I've only seen it twice and it's it's for you know me having to rewatch it and research it, and I'm not really trying to pick out anything bad. I'm just trying to get the overall feeling of the film. So I think once I watch it a couple more times, I might find a flaw in it, but I can't find anything that I'm like, yeah, they could have done that better, in my opinion. I don't know how you feel about that. Um, you know, I will say because I really did love the set pieces, I guess I wanted to see more. And I think that's just because of what they already have. So that's yeah. just me being greedy, really, because this, like you said, when you see those set pieces that I, I do want to see the behind the scenes footage, all of that, because it's just really cool. Also, I really um enjoyed, uh, like you said, the sound editing and the soundtrack, uh, and also because I'm an old man, but when there is the very <laughs> beginning, when I saw the Walkman, I was like, that's so cool. That yeah, I like that back. too. <laughs> um, and that, the whole opening scene, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? Is it a supernatural film? Is it a creature feature? They really, you know, get you thinking right off the bat. And um, you kind of think it's like a horror comedy because they got the music. He's like over there doing e. And then it kind of just goes a little cheesy for a second. And I do like that. There's some very cheesy moments in here, um, especially there's a CGI element in it that's pretty cheesy, but um, it's very effective in my opinion. Um, yeah, it's it's a beautiful film, um, and I I want more. Can we have more catacomb movies? Like and throughout the world, not just in like France. We'll we'll make a we'll make catacombs in places that aren't catacombs. What's, well, what? you could go and enjoy that. I'm not gonna go down there. Absolutely <laughs> oh, not. Oh come on! What if I what if I paid you a million dollars? Come on. What happens if I get stuck? That million's not gonna do me any good. <laughs> I'll have people up up upstairs and again throw grenades down there. And just, and just... <laughs> that sounds worse. <laughs> Uh man, but yeah, one of the like tense moments, um, this is towards the end of the film, and they talk about it kind of throughout that really, really got me, and that's what I was thinking of the whole time, is um, they kind of tell you, like, okay, when you start going down, you're below this, or you're below that, or you're below this, and at the very, very bottom level, you're bo- below the metro, which trains, and they have to go through this. But every time they they would go through a wall or a hole, I was like, it's going to collapse. It's going to collapse. And once they start going through it at the towards the end of the film and it starts shaking, you're like, this isn't, this <laughs> isn't good. Um, you're like, you knew this was going to happen in the back of your mind. This was going to happen. But it doesn't. <laughs> it almost does. Um, and then something else happens later on that I don't really want to... Uh, spoil too much because somebody gets really messed up in this film at the very end and um this movie also really does take its time with um characters getting 
hurt in any sort of way. Um, they're pretty safe, which is it's good. I mean, you should be safe if you're doing any kind of um, cato file stuff. <laughs> you know, if you if you're gonna be going and doing dangerous stunts, like if you're gonna be doing um, anything like in the descent, or um, I mean, I guess as above, so below, they kind of do the same thing. They go into catacombs and they start seeing shit, which is completely different. This movie, they don't really see anything um, that's not real. Everything that is there is real. That's true. And um, yep. one of the uh, the the you know groups that keep showing up is the skinheads. I think they run into them about four times in this, and each time it's more dangerous than the last. And um, mm-hmm. it's pretty tense every single time they show up. Like the first time when they're in the catacombs and they get cornered, and the, all you hear is the bat dragging. I was like this. No, I need. I I had to stop it for like three minutes, let myself breathe, and be like, okay, what's gonna happen now? Because it's very very tight. That whole like scene, they're in this like box, you know, and and they have to deal with this threat, and they don't know how to deal with it. But um, they end up getting out of it, and I think it was it was done in a pretty good way. And then more things start happening, and it's just. A roller coaster. If, if this, if you had to have a definition of a roller coaster in film, this would definitely be it, in my opinion, anyway. Well, I I, I do want to comment on what I, I really liked when you said like this film does have the cheesy moments, and I also appreciated that because some of like you said, uh, the topics and kind of just the social commentary is a bit heavy. So yeah. I liked that to help kind of break up those moments because that person or that. That encounter that you're talking about, it made me chuckle at the end. Yeah. Um, because I, I just love the the shyness of that part. He's like, could you turn around? I, I lost it. I was like, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's really, really good. <laughs> There's a lot of good moments like that. And also just a group of the friends that are there. They know how to kind of like relax the situation without really knowing that they're relaxing the situation. So mm-hmm. they have like some sort of awareness there. And they're all there to protect somebody. And, and you see one particular person really starting to you know come out of their shell really to defend their their flock essentially. um and it's just it's sad when you start seeing characters that you kind of barely got to know kind of meet the demise um it's sad but i mean it happens in films like this here in catacombs what do you expect shit's going to go down i mean what you find at the end of the tunnel Literally, you're definitely not ready for. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Um, and I'm very excited to see people's reactions to this film just because of the last, like, 15 minutes of this film. Uh, <laughs> everything leading up to it, it's great. It's a, it's a great ride. It's written really well. And we keep saying the set designs are great. The lighting is fantastic. Uh, the sound design is great. You hear everything, and you feel like you're there. Especially when they start doing the 360 like um, views, when they keep turning around, I was like, "That is yes. brilliant!" And they do it twice, and it's brilliant every time they do it. They do it at the beginning of the film and towards the end, and it's just it really sets you up for what you're about to get into. Really get that full view. Like, why don't more films do that? <laughs> I yeah, I loved some of the shots to where you get to see the whole scope of where they're at. And just feel like there, there's nothing worse than feeling you have all this space when really you are technically just trapped where you're at. Yeah. Oh. I can't imagine the the 
oxygen levels down there. It must have been super hard to breathe. Like, if this was for real and they were going down that deep, they should have brought some, like, oxygen tanks. Like, that's one thing that they probably should have done um, to prepare for going down the deepest they've ever gone. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with what's down there. I don't, I don't know how that survived for so long with probably oh, the yeah. minimal <laughs> amount of oxygen that was there. Um, it's just, it's great. But, like, also, it, it has, like, the descent stuff with the makeup and everything particular thing at the end knowing that you know total darkness you know kind of fucks with you and for Mm -hmm. how long this said thing was there for you know it's it's nuts um so uh i think that's pretty much all the things i really wanted to touch on this is going to be a short review since the movie's not out yet so i don't want to you know tackle too much but if there was anything else that you wanted to pinpoint um let's talk about it I look, I just had a really fun time with it. And so I just appreciate um again having me here and letting me uh be able to see it. I mean, I have screen box, but I'm always happy to see something early. I'm not gonna lie. Hell yeah. And I mean with the with the other thing that's gonna be coming out, I'm so excited. The one thing that I am really, really excited for is the outer waters or the outwaters, I keep saying that. The outwaters I heard is supposed to be pretty crazy. That is a trip. Um, I saw that part of, I want to say the unnamed footage festival. It's a found footage festival that they, I think do in San Francisco. Um, but they're pretty cool and they do a lot of it virtually as well. And that's how I saw that. And, um, yeah, the sound design on that is, but it is also a fucked up story. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you what it's about. That's how, it, it's so good, though. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. And it keeps saying it's supposed to be the scariest movie of the year, and um, I am so excited for that. That's so, um, bold, but <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, but there's a lot of really, really cool stuff coming to Screenbox, and also on Shutter and and whatnot. So please give these platforms a chance. Um. Like Screenbox, you don't really have to pay for it if you don't want to. You have that 30-day trial. Um, but within those 30 days, you're going to get multiple drops of exclusive content, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's almost like every single week they're dropping at least one or two titles. I mean, they have a lot of stuff on there that is crossed with um, with Shudder. I mean, that's bound to happen with any streaming service. Um, but, I mean, they have a lot of really cool stuff. They have or Fire, like I said earlier. Um, let me pull up my my cheat sheet because I have a bunch of stuff listed here that I can say. <laughs> um, <laughs> so thank you, Screenbox, for doing that. So, uh, da, da, da. yeah, they have the the Pennywise the story of it documentary, which is really, really good. So if you love it and Pennywise, you're, you're gonna love that. They have the ho- the whole Masters of Horror um uh, show on there, which used to be on Netflix. Years and years and years ago. But now they have it on there. Because I think I, I had to buy it outright. I think on my Xbox I bought it for like $15 or something. But now it's on Screenbox. Is this like the original Masters of Horror that was like back when it was on Showtime? Yes. Like... Yep. The Mick oh, Garris one. damn. Yes. Yep. That's on that there. With show. all of them. Every, they're all there. Cause I that's think already worth it. <laughs> there was a... I think there was one or two episodes that they had to kind of take off the air. Because of how crazy it was. I forget which ones it was because there were so many directors. But it's all there. Everything is there. Um, 
Then you got the 13 Nights of Elvira. So if you like Elvira, you have uh, her movies over there that she did. Another Screenbox original that we had the cast and crew on and reviewed was Pussy Cake, which I think is a batshit awesome movie that you need to check out. If you like gore, um, you're going to love that one. And it's um, Argentina too, so that's really, really cool. Then we have the um, slasher uh, mockumentary, When the Screaming Starts. Also had some of those guys on and reviewed that one, which is really, really cool. Um, Toxic Crusaders, the cartoon which is on screen box. So if anybody I've never seen that, Oh, it's I'm actually good. That out. It's <laughs> really awesome. good. Actually. I think you might like it. Um, <laughs> and then obviously we got terrifier Two coming um, on Halloween. Awesome. That's going to bring a lot of people over to the platform and I'm excited. I want to see more people talk about screen box. Um, I love shutter. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, you say that as I brought like Shutter right there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody talks about Shutter. We we need to start giving some more light to other um, streaming <laughs> services, and then what they're doing over at Screenbox, I think, is is brilliant. Um, and this is one thing that I say to everybody. Um, after talking to Alex and Brandon, work with Screenbox. Um, they want everybody to see these films. So if you are out and you you aren't in the U.S. or in a territory where you can get Screenbox. If you message one of them directly, they will be more than happy to help you watch one of these films, uh, especially if it's an exclusive and you can't That's get it somewhere nice. else. So um, they're very um, pro-consumer, pro-watcher, pro-fan. They don't want to lock anything um, to a specific thing because they want people to watch these. You know? And it's a, it's a, a platform that's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And... Um, we are super happy to be here and supporting them as much as we can over at the Baron's Hideout podcast. And um, same with uh, the Horror Hour. I w- I'm going to help you guys get as much as you want for Screenbox um, as I can. I won't I... say no because I love, look, independent horror has been just phenomenal this year. Oh, yeah. So to see, like, honestly, let, let's kind of talk. Can we talk a little bit about Terrifier 2? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, it's going to be coming to the platform. Let's do it, man. Let's, you know, one of my favorite things about this film is also just to see how fans have championed it. Yeah. But also how Screenbox and Adime have really also propped it up. When it came out in the theater, the number of theaters that it did, and it did so well, they're like, oh, damn, we think we got something. $1.2 million, man. And, and so they're limited. like, well, let's 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 push this out even further and then it does even better i and they're like oh my it's just really like i i sound like i i have not been this excited about an independent property like that and just to see it championed by screenbox and the folks over at cinedive as well i love that and to see you guys just show it so much love because yes i'm a, i'm a gore horror give me all the gore <laughs> you want but one of my favorite things about it is also which is i will also say about deep fear the set design oh yeah is the like the set pieces it's it's just so cool and i expect which i'm really hoping to see it crack the top five but even if it doesn't the fact that it's still where it's at yeah it's just mind-blowing because nobody saw that and on top of that uncut yeah like that doesn't happen and i've told people that i'm like i know you're gonna think i sound crazy but a film like this being in the theaters is like a one in a gazillion chance. Like you need to see this film. 
Even if you don't Absolutely. like horror, if you don't like horror, even if you just buy a fucking ticket and go there for five or ten minutes, you're supporting something. You're, you are you're making it so more independent films can do this. Go mm-hmm. out there and thrive, and we can put a middle finger to the fucking the bigwigs and just be like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you do make horror movies, and some of them are really good, but you know, indie is just where it's at right now. Um, the freedom of being able to pretty much do what you want and Damien terrified too. he doing what he wants and nobody's saying no everybody's like yep okay we'll we'll do it deep fear you can kind of get the same thing they're they're doing what they want without you know having somebody say no especially for the topics at hand you would think eh, we probably shouldn't do that but they are <laughs> i would compare deep fear to another film but i do my best not to bash another film so we'll chat maybe offline but this could be (laughs) compared to another one that is uh, does not handle that topic as well as i feel deep fear does Um, all right all right Um, yeah but (laughs) no deep fear is great i I had a blast but again screenbox just championing all this independent horror and again shutters doing the same i can't uh, the big stream platforms uh, somewhat Mm. maybe but it's just it's very nice to see like there's just something like I'm so excited to go and see hopefully a Terrifier two poster at my theater before I go sit down and watch Terrifier and I yeah I, I just think that's great and I can't wait to see you talk about the next film that Screenbox is getting because that film's wild yeah I am excited I'm watching it tonight I'm very very excited to... <laughs> we will have to DM after that because I want to know your thoughts on that one oh hell yeah for sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, and I can't wait for Dean to watch that either. He he watched Deep Fear and he really liked it. But unfortunately, he just couldn't be here because he's uh, out doing conventions, selling his products in the UK. So um, he's out there making a, making a buck and doing the best he can. And he'll be over here in the US uh, next year doing some conventions and whatnot. And I'll be there with him side by side. Uh, we are, we're best buds. So anything we we can do to support each other and anything that I can do to help you guys over at the Horror Hour, please, uh, DMs are always open. And that goes up for anybody listening to the show. If you want to figure out or find a way to watch these films and you can't do it, please send me a message and I will point you in the right direction. Um, deep Fear, very, very fun. Um, I guess we can probably, we can we can vote on this or, you know, put a rating to it if, if you want out Ooh, of 10. Okay. Um, so, since you are the guest today, what would you want to rate this out of 10? Ooh. I would give this, I'd give it, a, ooh, okay, I'd go with an 8. An 8? Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it like an 8.5 just because I think with the topics that it's dealing with and how smooth everything went over with the with the jokes on it that may go over your head, but once you really think about it, you're like, <laughs> oh, I see what they're doing. Um, Okay, and then just the set designs and the sound design and just seeing French horror come back in any kind of way like this. And um, yeah, it could have been more intense, but it didn't need to be. I think just the set designs alone and making you feel like you're there has more of an impact than you seeing somebody get like blown up or whatever, you know. So yeah, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. And uh, Screenbox, once again, thank you guys so much for letting us do this and helping champion your platform and Get more people on there, and let's start talking more horror. You know, that's what we got to do um, all around. And uh, support 
independent films as much as possible. Um, so I guess closing out, if you want to let everybody know again what you do, mm-hmm. where they can find you, and uh, what you're what you're going to be putting out next, if you can. Sure. Yeah. Um, this is where my co-hosts are better than I am at this because I'm terrible <laughs> about promoting. But we uh, handles are at the Horror Hour TV. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, oh, see, already Instagram, Twitter. Uh, yeah, and, you know. All, all the that. platforms. <laughs> all the platform, audio platforms. And uh, what we do have coming up is we have a couple things. We'll be sitting down with Joseph and Vanessa Winter to talk about um, their VHS 99 segment to hell. Oh, yeah. And we'll hopefully be sitting down with Tyler McIntyre about um, his segment, Gawkers and Tragedy Girls. And we've got a few other interviews that we can't say just yet. Um, but yeah, and I think it's funny that we're talking about this film, but our next episode is actually going to be on foreign horror. That's awesome. Now you got to add this one to the list. <laughs> they haven't seen it, so I can't, <laughs> but it would be one, but I, I chose some really like not rotted. I chose some really messed up ones. That's ones the best. That are, you know, like. Yeah, like some maybe hidden Japanese horror films that maybe oh, some folks yes. haven't seen. Yes. And yeah, maybe a French film, another one, because they they have some good horror films. Yeah, they go there. pretty hard. And I'm excited for those. And you know what? Congrats on those interviews. <laughs> Championing these you. films and uh, getting everybody else to have more of a voice. I think this is the year of horror. I, 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 I said it earlier this year. Uh, this year is definitely like a horror renaissance that's what we're in right now is a huge horror renaissance and i think it really all started with revealer not gonna lie i think revealer really kicked it off and then everybody was yeah all my posters and stuff over there um, i gotta get them on my wall (laughs) and i got a couple of comics too but um yeah that movie really started pushing i think indie horror a lot and it was just what came out when was it june july it was pretty early this year and just seeing all these other independent horror films come out with them also dealing with pretty heavy topics and seeing where it's going in a year another one uh doing some pretty heavy topics and whatnot it's great i love being a horror fan i love horror i don't know where i would be in my life without horror to be honest um yeah same this is great and I love doing this and just talking about stuff and having people like you on and and us <laughs> talking talking nonsense because I feel like most of the time I ramble and I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but it comes out okay. So <laughs> you know, oh, that's all that matters. Is exactly. that you're passionate about horror. That's that's what's great, you know. And I I have to second that because I know we always say like, oh, this year's the best. No, this year really saw so many either big releases, but also so many independent releases just really soar. And that's so, oh my God. Like, again, nobody saw Barbarian, like, do what it was going to do. And same thing, Revealer. Uh, Don't even get me started on that soundtrack. I'm waiting for all of it. Yeah. Put that on vinyl. Like, yeah, no, there's, there's so much good shit out there. Yeah, um, I guess there is one thing that I I want to talk about re- relating to Revealer, um, that mm-hmm. I'm I'm currently trying to put together, um, for 
a horror fest. Um, it may not be like officially linked to it, but it's what I'm trying to do. Over, because I live in Massachusetts and I'm very, very close to Salem, and I, I love going to Salem Horror Fest. I'm so um, jealous. Kay Lynch. Kay. Yeah. Oh, Kay is 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 the goddess we we all need. <laughs> she is amazing, and what she does over there is is great. Friend of the show, been on twice, and um, I can't say too much about what we may or may not be doing with the with the fest, but um. One thing that I'm trying to do is I might be bringing out Luke, Kato, Dana, Tim, and Michael to Salem Horror Fest, do some secret signings and stuff. I am in uh, the DMs with Luke currently talking about this, and I'm waiting for Kay to get back to me to see if this would be something that she would like to do. So anybody who is fans of Revealer... Um, I don't want this to be like a 100% set in stone thing because it's still in the works, but it's something that I'm championing right now because Revealer means a lot to me. Um, it, it really showed me how much indie or can impact somebody or something or a society. Um, so yeah, I'm just doing that for the love of the game. So if you guys are close to Mass or want to take a trip in April to Salem Horror Fest, please do. Not just for that, for everything else that's going to be uh, happening throughout the fest. So um, you can buy your badges right now, and I will put the link below. But, um, yep, that's just a little bit of something that I'm uh, <laughs> currently working on. So, um, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that, because I was already planning on coming to Salem Horror Fest in general. Yes. Um, yes. So we'll we'll talk more about it, because that's awesome. But, I, yeah, I love Kay. Oh, my God. And everything that she's doing right now, with some, oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I lived out there so I could see some of the screenings that you all have got to see. And also, I loved how um, she mentioned Terrifier 2 is like a Looney Tunes slasher. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah. amazing. I was like, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really cool. <laughs> she's she's a boss. So um, if you don't know who we're talking about, please go over to all the socials and just look up Salem Horror Fest. Or you can go to Twitter and just look up Kay Lynch and find everything about her in the fest. Or just go on SalemHorrorFest.com. You'll you'll find all the links below. So um, thank you, Utaka, for you know coming on and talking about this awesome original from Screenbox. Um, we kind of went over everything very lightly. I hope we didn't spoil too much um, for anybody. I think we left a lot of things kind of um, to be seen and mm-hmm. uh, you know discovered by our listeners and viewers. Um, so yeah, this was a blast and I would love to get you on again and then I would love oh, to come on you. your show, man. It was great. Oh yeah, no, we, I need you to maybe school George in some things. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, this was a blast and thank you for everybody who's <laughs> listening and supporting us and supporting the horror hour and everything that they do. Let's just keep horror alive, everybody and support each other. Don't, don't be dicks. Just yes. Go out there and support them, regardless of what their views are on certain things, or especially on horror. <laughs> please just uh, go and support them in any, any way possible, because um, the more voices we have on movies or topics or anything like that, it's, um, it's very, very important all around. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for everybody listening and watching, and we'll catch you on the next one.